And thoughts from the coach as our coach's comment segment brought to you by Beef O'Brady's of Granger as we wrap up the pregame show sponsored by School City of Mishawaka. Starting lineups have been introduced down on the floor. Coach Heklinski, you a year ago were coaching your final game on the eve of the doubleheader. You're a little calmer tonight, I'm anticipating, than you were a year ago at this time when you were getting ready to play Michigan City, but anytime you can take the floor in the sectional, it's a special time. Yeah, yeah, I think it is. I think both teams know each other. They've watched the film. They, they, they've done the walkthroughs. Now it's time to get the ball up in the air and to, to get this thing rolling. I'm excited to watch it. Uh, I think both coaches do a great job of coaching their guys up, so... Let's call this one and let's have an exciting caveman win. 17 and 7 Mishawaka, 10 and 12 Plymouth, and the opening tip controlled by Mishawaka, the home team, by the draw of the IHSAA. They're the home team on the scoreboard. They're wearing their white with the maroon and silver trim uniforms from Under Armour and sponsored by BSN Sports. They will work the forecourt as they work to the near side as we're in the east end zone here at Slicer Gym at LaPorte High School. Rasan Johnson with the baseline left move, draws a double team, kicks it out to Maddox Yohe, catch and shoot from three, Remy no, chases down the rebound, but it will go to Easton Strain instead as he cuts off Yohe on the offensive rebound course. And now Plymouth will set up their first offensive possession and a bounce pass to the paint, intercepted there by Yohe, up the floor to Arthur, drives the right side of the lane, put it up and in. A stealing score from Mishawaka results in their first two points, and they lead it two-zip just underway. It's a great play by Arthur Jones to, to steal that pass and get the run-out uh, basket and get Mishawaka off to a good start. Michael Sheely, Easton Strain, Davis Ray, who had 27 the last time these two teams played, along with Caden Ellery and Trey Hall make the starting combo for Joel Grindle and Plymouth. Meanwhile, Mishawaka's starting combo, Arthur Jones, Maddox Yohe, Rasan Johnson, Cooper Pritchett, and Jackson Snyder. Pritchett gets it down on the baseline, draws a double and a triple team, and he's tied up about chest high with the basketball. Is called Cooper Pritchett is for a turnover via the travel. So possession to Plymouth just underway here at 6.40 first quarter. Great post feed by Maddox Yohe. They help side quickly. When the help side comes that quickly, Cooper got to get the ball out of there because somebody's open. Center floor where the back to the basket is Sheely. He'll go right side to Ellery. Caden Ellery now outside to Davis Ray, and he with a little shake and bake move. That's great in the draw on the uh, driveway or on the playground, but uh, here with officials and whistles, that's called a trap. You got to put the ball on the ground before you take that step. Second turnover for uh, Plymouth. Mishawaka getting, uh, will have their third offensive possession. Maddox Yohe and Arthur Jones will bring it up. Now they'll fire it across the timeline to Rasan. Ball deflected, saved by Arthur. He'll penetrate. He'll take it right to the hole, put it up. No, and he's bumped and fouled by a Plymouth defender. A couple of good dribble drive penetration moves by Arthur Jones has resulted in one basket, and now one Plymouth foul whistled on Trey Hall, his first team's first game's first, at 6-10 first quarter and a 2-2 tie. It's going to be a long night for Plymouth if Arthur Jones is able to get in the lane that easily because that's what he does. He's got great body control once he gets in there, and he knocks down his first free throw. Your game plan's got to be keep Arthur out of the paint. Whatever you got to do, make Mishawaka hit threes on you, but keep, Ar- but keep Arthur out of the paint. Second free throw by Arthur Jones is good. That is a good, good sign because Arthur's had his ups and downs at the free throw line here in the latter half of the season. He has all four Mishawaka's points and lead it 4-2. We've played two minutes. Ellery out center floor. 
Ball was knocked away, and there's the over and back call as there was some contact out on the bounce pass to Ellery, but nobody from Mishawaka touched it, and the ball basically rolled uncontested to the backcourt until Ellery chased it down, and now Mishawaka will inbound in front of the Plymouth bench. That's a little dribble handoff for uh, Plymouth. Maddox Yoey just switched it and caused Ellery to lose control of the ball. Right side, Jackson Snyder to Yohe tries to post feed into Cooper Pritchett on the post up, but that was well overthrown. Bad pass, interception by Plymouth. Up the floor, Davis Ray into the corner, goes to Strain. Easton Strain now top of the floor. Strain averages 12 per game. Davis Ray averages 16 and a half. In the corner, Trey Hall to Ellery on the post. Sheely on the baseline, out to Ellery. Back out to Strain. Dribble drive now. Dishes outside. Pull-up jumper by Sheely. No good. Rebounded by Arthur and the caveman. Here comes Jones. Flashes up the floor. Down the middle of the lane. Dishes left side. Cooper Pritchett with an easy lay-in. Thanks to the dribble drive entry by the one and only Arthur Jones. Arthur got to the paint again. When Arthur gets to the paint, good things happen. And, and a great feed to Pritch for the bucket. Five minutes first quarter. 6-2 Mishawaka. Strain. Bounce pass. Sheely. Strong move to the glass. Put it up. No. Rebound Ellery. Tries to go back with the putback. Up. No. Rebound of Rasson. Johnson will dribble out of a crowd. Two on two break. Takes it out to the left wing. Puts on the brakes. Sets up the Mishawaka offense. Instead top side to Arthur. Launches a three. Misses a three. Rebounded by Michael Sheely. Sheely at 440 here in the first quarter. Gives it inside to Davis Ray with a quick cut to the basket. And he's reached in and fouled on his move to the hoop by a caveman defender. Matashoi doing a good job of getting back in defensive transition and not letting Davis Ray get to the basket to lay that in for a three-point play. Uh, and as we talked about early, Davis Ray had a great first half uh, against the Cavemen in their earlier January matchup. Ellery on the inbounds, top of the circle, backdoor bounce pass, leading Davis Ray. It is overlet a bit, but then knocked out of bounds by the Cavemen defensively, who just on the last dead ball subbed in. Brady Fisher to the caveman combination. In for Cooper Pritchett at 428 here in the first quarter. 6-2 Mishawaka. Topside catch and shoot from three. Missed by Davis Ray. Long rebound out to Brady. Fisher collects it and gives it away with a 6-2 Mishawaka advantage to Arthur Jones. Into the caveman forecourt as they dribble from far side to near side. And a bounce pass by Johnson. Telegraph stolen by Davis Ray who stepped around. Running layup is good. Davis Ray with a couple of defenders on both hips took it on a reverse layup type of fashion and made it a 6-4 ball game. That's just a lazy pass by Rashawn Johnson. Instead of, in, in, instead of putting something on the pass, he just floated out Davis Ray. Uh, and we always say this, turnovers lead to runouts. Step back three. Arthur Jones will line up from Trayland. He's got his seventh point. Mishawaka with 9-4 on the lead. With 3.33 here, first period. Up the floor, bounce pass. Davis Ray goes deep left side, now to Easton Strain. Dribble entry on Fisher. Loose ball, tapped away by Fisher. Chased down by Yohe. Yohe waits for things to clear. Goes to Brady, deep right voice line. Now top side. Arthur fadeaway three. Whoops, that was an air ball. Saved by Jackson Snyder. But he was standing out of bounds with it when he just barely grazed the end line. I don't know if Arthur knew exactly where he was on the court. He was close to the volleyball line, and obviously that's deep. And he just, I mean, he, he, was, his, he was about a foot short on the shot. And no, he shot a 25, he shot a 23-footer from 25. More or less. Yeah, something three, like that. 3-13 three, three, three to go first quarter. I mean, I'm a PE major. Deep to the right side, Ellery. 
Tries to dribble penetrate. Not much there. Outside to Sheely. Back to Ellery. Ellery picked up on the man-to-man defense by Rasan Johnson. Three minutes to go first quarter. 9-4 Mishawaka. Davis Ray in the paint to Strain. Now to Sheely. Sheely out to the left point. Goes to Easton Strain, the 6'4 senior with it. Now to Ray. Tries to post feed in. Strain. Turn around. Hook shot. Up. No. Tapped up. No. Rebound chased down on the hop to Brady Fisher. 2.40 to play first quarter. Came in by five. Up the floor. Arthur penetrates. Steps back. Thinks about a three. Now goes top side to Rassam. Johnson near side. Goes to Maddox. Baseline right now to Fisher. Center floor goes to Jackson Snyder. Snyder directs a little traffic. Jackson on the dribble. Hand off to Rassam. As the clock shows 2.22 to play in our opening period. Here from Laporte High School. Left corner. Three ball. Jackson Snyder launches, misses. Rebound Michael Sheely for Plymouth. Here come the Pilgrims. Davis Ray up the floor. Goes to Easton. Strain now outside to Ellery. Ellery center floor. Easton Strain on the dribble drive. Good motion offense against the K-Man man-to-man by Plymouth. Backdoor bounce pass. Trey inside to Ray, and he's bumped and fouled. Nice little curl cut by Ray deep into the lane. It was hard to switch that and prevent the pass from going in, so Davis Ray will have an opportunity to cut into this lead a little bit. If, if you're a Caveman fan, uh, you got to kind of like the fact that Michael Sheely, the 6'3 senior for uh, Plymouth, has taken three shots in this game so far, and Easton Strain and Ray haven't, and Sheely hadn't, I mean, has not connected on either one of his attempts. When these two teams played January 6th, which, was, by the way, was a very, very special day. It was Ron Hickley's birthday. No, no, I got a cake. You brought me a cake. I know. We had cake, and Unbelievable. we had a good time at Plymouth that night. Great night. But Davis Ray hit a couple of free throws to make this a three-point game, 9-6. But in that game, Ray had 27 and straight at 14. Cavemen are going to try to find the right ointment to uh, defend them much better. Dribble drive right side, strong put-up by Maddox Yohe. He misses it, no good. Crashed into for the rebound, but Davis Ray controls it, takes left of the lane, strong to the basket. He gets a soft touch off off the rim for his sixth point. 9-8, Pilgrims have cut within one. Out right wing, the catch and shoot from three. Jackson Snyder all alone buries the triple. He averages four. He's got three already. Had a nice eight-point performance in the overtime win at St. Joe last Friday night. 12-8, Mishawaka. Bounce pass. Hall round jumper missed by Sheely loose ball rebound to Maddox Yohe outlets to Arthur takes right goes left takes it to the glass up no and a foul they will say before the shot Arthur Jones was bumped and fouled by a Plymouth defender Pilgrim foul on number 10 Trey Hall that's a big foul that is his second will force Joel Grindle to go to the bench and bring Preston Wolf. A 5'10 sophomore who off the bench when these teams played in January hit three big three-pointers for nine points. Yeah, so, I'm not, so I don't know if that's that tough of a foul for Plymouth because you're bringing in a great shooter, but we'll see how Preston Wolf can guard Arthur Jones. I think I think that'll be the big case. Inbounds came in. They'll find Brady Fisher on the lob in the lane. Put up no good. Rebound. Put back up and in. Arthur Jones crashing the glass for a putback in his ninth point. 14-8 Mishawaka. And... We've, and then you saw it right there, Arthur going against Preston Wolf and just using his body to score on him. Right side dribble drive, Easton Strange shot put up against defensive traffic for Brady Fisher, partially blocked in the rebound down to the caveman. 35 seconds first period, Mishawaka leading 14-8 over visiting Plymouth, although a neutral floor here at LaPorte High School in game two of this opening night of the sectionals. Opening game tonight went to 
Michigan City over Adams by 8, 70 to 62. Michigan walk in a 1-4 low set, running his clock out, and Davis Ray better back up because Arthur's fixing to take him down the lane here at about the 7-second mark. Down to 10, hook pass, faking right, going left, strong to the basket, up and good, a good dribble drive and a kick out by Arthur Jones. Fisher's basket, 2 seconds, 1 second, 3 ball launched by Sheely, no good, and we go to the quarter break. Caveman finished strong in period number 1 to lead by 8 at the break. Mishawaka 16. Plymouth 8, you're in 2 with Indiana Hoosier Hysteria and Mishawaki K-Man Basketball here on 96-1 the ton. Hey, let's get some updates on the U.S. Signcrafters scoreboard. A final score in from down at Knox. The John Glenn Falcons with a big, big win over the Vikings of Tippecanoe Valley. 68-55 that final score. Meanwhile, over at Jimtown earlier tonight, Marion defeated South Bend Clay 69-44 in Game 2. Mid-third quarter, St. Joe leads the Jimmies up Jimtown, the host, 49-33. And earlier tonight at Elkhart Northside Gym, Penn pounded Elkhart, 83-37. We turn the page to quarter number two here at Laporte High School with Ron Heklitsky. I'm Brian Miller, a two-for-one special after one. The Shawaka doubled it up Plymouth, 16-8. We'll make that 16-11 as the Davis Ray Show is just heating up for the Pilgrims as he cans a deep right-wing three-pointer. 16-11. to Caveman with Snyder, Fisher, Pritchett, Jones, and Yohe on the court. Yohe, touch pass, left of the lane, into Cooper Pritchett, double-team, pounds a bounce pass on the court, chased down by Brady Fisher. Fisher waits for traffic to clear, floats it outside, and off the ball, a three-second violation on Mishawaka. That's the fourth turnover against the Caveman. And uh, Plymouth also has four turnovers. Brady just got caught in the lane with the ball, looking to outlet it. Couldn't get it outletted in time. And uh, got caught for the three-second. Davis Ray dribbles to the left hash mark, puts a bounce pass down and off the ball. An illegal screen, I do believe, whistled against Plymouth and a foul. And just like that, the fifth turnover on uh, Plymouth. So, so Plymouth could not take advantage of the caveman turnover. Maddox, yo, he gets a blow with Rashawn Johnson coming in. Now, now one thing you'll notice now, there's no 5-for-5 subbing in this game like the first Plymouth game in the second quarter. And early in the season, yes. Just underway in period number two, seven minutes to play before halftime, 16-11, to Michelle Walker with the advantage. Rashawn Johnson dribbles, looks inside, finds Cooper Pritchett, goes up strong for the basket, has it blocked from behind and a foul good outside inside pass there by Brisson Johnson to Pritchett and Cooper will go to the stripe looking for the second caveman trip tonight hoping to put down points number three and four from the line Coop did a great job of posting up and getting the defender on his backside and all uh, Brisson had to do was get some air underneath that pass and, uh, and drop it in there and Friday night's hero Anthony Nelson who hits the big three at the end of regulation, steps into the game with Jackson Snyder getting the blow. Anthony had nine points in that big overtime win Friday. Second Pritchett free throws off the mark. No good. He goes one for two for his third point. 17-11, to 11, Mishawaka by six. With 6.45 to go before halftime. Davis Ray, bounce pass on the center floor area to Ellery. And his bounce pass right side, east strain, goes right through his hands out of bounds. So a Plymouth turnover. And possession back to the caveman before that. Kobe Walters, a six-foot junior, 
will sub in for Coach Joel Grindle and the Pilgrims. Cade Mallory, the 6'5 sophomore, uh, not off to a good start here. Got a couple of turnovers. Looks a little shaky on the offensive end versus pressure. Center floor, Arthur Jones. Goes to Pritchett, right back to Arthur. Arthur, behind the back with the dribble, step back. Fade away, firing up a two-pointer just inside the arc, out of bounds. But it was off the fingertips of a Pilgrim defender, and they came to get a break. Mishawaka leading by 6, 17-11, looking for win number 18 on the season. Deep left, or right side rather. Fisher dishes in the Jones to... Johnson, who will put it up and in. Good ball movement there, right around the horn. Not Great. quite 6-4-3 to four to three like baseball, but same effect. Great high-low action right there, getting the ball into Rashawn, who, who's really good at finishing with his left hand. Walters back out center floor, finds Sheely. Now in the corner, right side three, launched by Preston Wolf, missed by Wolf, rebound and a foul. It will be on Mishawaka and I believe Cooper Pritchett. I'm not sure Preston Wolf missed uh, the first time they played. I don't think he did either. He was three for three or like three of four from three-point land. And that Mishawaka foul on Cooper Pritchett is his first and the team's third of the half. Inbounds, the catch and shoot from three, missed by Preston Wolf. He's 0 for 2. Rebound Mishawaka. Arthur dribbles right down the teeth of the zone in the lane. Put it up and in. Good aggressive move by the K-Man point guard. He's bumped. He'll get a bucket and a free throw to follow Caveman up by 10. That's a great job by Arthur, pushing the ball up. And again, and again, if he gets into the lane, if Arthur Jones gets into the lane for Mishawaka, great things happen. 21-11, Mishawaka led it 16-8 after one quarter play. Arthur Jones is going to get a breather here after this free throw. Caveman is a team 64% from the line on the season. Arthur just a... Shade below 61%, and he nails the free throw to go three for three on the night. Got to be Arthur's 12th point, maybe. You got it. A three-pointer, six points on three two-pointers, and three for three at the free throw line. 22-11, Cade Bell. 5.42 to play before halftime. Deep right side now, Cody Walters. Walters for Plymouth. Tries a backdoor bounce pass. Knocked away. Davis Ray saves it. Then the loose ball knocked out of bounds. And possession to the caveman. Turnover number seven. So, so every time Plymouth turns it over, uh, those are just shots that Davis Ray won't get. Won't have the opportunity to knock in. He's a really good shooter. And seven turnovers means seven possessions that are dry for the Pilgrims. Anthony Nelson, deep left side. Finds Yohe. Right wing now to Rasan. Quick feed into Yohe, catch and shoot. Remy, no, just can't get the bunny to fall. And the rebound down to Plymouth. Here come the Pilgrims with Easton Stream. Center floor back to Davis Ray. Penetrates, turns, loves the spin left side, left-handed. And he's bumped and fouled by a K-Man defender. Anytime he goes right, he's going to spin back to his left. Most of the time, he's going to want to go left and, and shoot that little fadeaway jump shot. Offensively, he's a really accomplished player. He has a chance to knock in two here. Ray, the 6-2 senior, will fire the first one up a goodies, 3-for-3. Three three. All of the Pilgrim attempts for him at the free throw line have been in his hands so far. Substitution, Keaton Ellery, the 6-5 sophomore who got the start, checks back in. And another free throw by the southpaw. This one rattles front, back, and side of the rim and in. 
23, or checked at 22-13 with five minutes to play first half. Brady Fisher dribbles left side, takes the out to Nelson in the paint area. Right at the left point goes to Maddox-Yohi. Yohi with his back to the basket. Dribbles back outside to Rassam. Johnson with the basketball. Dribble drive. Jump pass to Nelson. Thought about the three. Dribbles inside the arc. Backdoor feed. Yohi strong to the glass. Reverse little scoop layup. No good. And a foul. Good awareness by Nelson on the entry pass. Yohi aggressively to the basket. And he'll shoot a couple after the Plymouth foul. Uh, number 12, Caden Ellery. That will be his second. Anthony Nelson is a great three-point shooter. And three-point shooters who don't have the shot are usually really good passers because the defensive effort is always is always committed to them. And it's easy for those shooters to find a cutter, and that's what he did with Maddox. Maddox misses his first one, has a chance to knock in the second one there. Second free throw. This one is off the front of the rim. No good. Over two, and the rebound down to the Pilgrims. Up the floor, Easton Strain. Right side to Ellery, dribbles in, crashes into Nelson. Player control foul against the Pilgrims. Nice job by Anthony to take that charge. Take the full brunt of it, too. That's not one of those charges where you you fake and you fake like you got it. He took the full brunt of that. You got, you got thumped, and actually, as the dominoes went down, Nelson crashed into Michael Sheenley, who might got the worst end of it all. Exactly, and Anthony Nelson's a football player, so Anthony Nelson knows how to take that hit. So. And I, I see... I see those meatballs on those left of you there. Yeah, you leave those alone. I'm huh? almost ready to jump over you. I autographed those <laughs> on my way back from the hospitality room, which was wonderfully uh, uh, welcome. Hit the spot as we got ready to charge it up for game two. Ace Troyer has subbed into the Mishawaka lineup. Now Yohe back to Ace, dribbles the lane, running layup, no good. And Troyer, after the shot, followed through with his momentum and crash into Davis Ray for the K-Ban offensive player control foul. Ace Troyer's first, team's fifth. Ace Troyer, a uh, 6-2 senior, is, is a role player and does a great job of filling in for post players. He's in for Cooper Pritchett now and uh, just got a little bit out of control. Four minutes to go before halftime and score and a stymied here at 22-13 Mishawaka. They led 16-8 at the end of the first quarter. Center floor, Davis Ray. Goes right side for Plymouth, Easton Strain. Strain center floor. Walters, long step back, fires a three, and nails it. In the flow of their offense, Cody, or Kobe, rather, C-O-B-Y, Kobe Walters with his first points. It's 22-16, six-point game, 3.36 before halftime. Arthur, fakes right, goes left, running jumper, up no. Ace Troyer rebound. Hands it off to Arthur. Now Mishawaka resets the offense. Deep right point now outside the arc area. That is Rasan being bellied up defensively by Caleb Bowling. Goes in the corner. Nelson launching, missing, rebound. Brooke Fisher with a great rebound and a touch pass. Very, very unselfishly to Ace Troyer. Put it up to him. Great play by Brady Fisher to fight for that offensive rebound. Find Ace. And Ace had a real easy put back. Troyer's first two. It's 24-16 baseline left. And the dribble drive by Davis Ray and a Mishawaka foul defensively stops the clock at exactly three minutes before halftime. Defensively, Mishawaka doing a really good job of not letting Davis Ray come off screens open, but Davis Ray is getting uh, is really doing a great job once he puts the ball on the deck. Sheely, center floor, fine strain. Now gets in the corner to Walters. Shot is rejected away by Arthur Jones. 
Rebounded by Brady Fisher up the floor. Arthur in the corner. Right side. Nelson from three. Right it down. Anthony Nelson from the baseline. Right corner. Hits the triple. Caveman lead up to 11. 27-16. That's a great play. Blocked by Arthur. Push it up to Anthony. Anthony knocks it in. Davis Ray fakes out. Goes left and dribbles down the middle of the lane. Throws up the runner. No good. And the rebound by Anthony Nelson from Mishawaka. Here comes Jones at 2.20 before halftime. Fakes right, goes left, takes it right in the teeth of the zone, and then the ball knocked away, loose ball carries around, and then Arthur re-lost the uh, possession. Twice he actually lost possession of the basketball, but the second time it was touched out of bounds by Plymouth, so Mishawaka will keep possession. 2.15 to play before half. Jackson Snyder subs back in for Rasan Johnson. High lob on the inbounds, deep right side to Jackson. Snyder now dribbles outside the volleyball line and sets the offense here at LaPorte High School. Ashmark right side, it is Arthur. 2.05 in the half. Arthur fakes right, goes left, dribble, jump pass, and as he got in the air, the outlet pass was deflected out of bounds by a Plymouth defender, so Mishawaka retains possession. They'll inbound it in front of the Plymouth cheerleading core off to our far right. And the inbound, Brady Fisher. Center floated, Mishawaka and Arthur. Jones to Jackson. Jackson Snyder faking, dribble drive. Kicks it to Nelson. Goes up for the three. Blocked. Blocked by Bowling. Out of bounds. Now, Bodie Bender down to the far side, campaigning for a foul. And now the officials get together because initially they said the ball went out of bounds. Touch last by Plymouth. Did they, get, did they get it right? Yeah, that is the right call. As the ball was being fumbled around, Anthony Nelson touched it last. That's really impressive that you uh, you went with the officials, Coach. Well, I mean, i gotta, I got to tell it like it is, man. All right. All right. And i got nothing in the skin of that, right? I, I'm, I'm not arguing down there. I'm sitting here chatting it up with you, looking at that meatball to my left. Caleb Bowling, keep your distance. Bowling to Ray. Ray turns, spins, goes up for the shot, lost the basketball. Loose ball steal by Brady Fisher. And then a frustration foul on Plymouth. And number 25, Easton Strain, trying to do battle back for possession of that lost basketball. Turnover, Plymouth. Foul on Plymouth. Easton Strain second. Eighth on the team for the Pilgrims. And 128 to go before halftime. Mishawaka hanging on to this double-digit lead of 27-16. That's a great job of Mishawaka making Davis Ray put the ball on the deck constantly. And, and, and not letting him just rise up and shoot. What he wants to do is rise up and shoot coming off a screen. Mishawaka switches so well that he never gets open coming off a screen, so now he's just putting it on the deck. Brady Fisher at the free throw line hits this one very hard off the back iron, bounces once, twice, and no good. Missing the front end of the one and one rebounded to Plymouth. 122 to play before halftime. Here from Laporte High School, Mishawaka 27, Plymouth 16 is our score. Bounce pass, down on the right block, good head fake and strong move by Easton Stray gives him four. The average is 11.8, and it's 27-18. The Pilgrims, for the first time in a while, cut it to within single digits. That's the first time that uh, Mishawaka got a mismatch with their switching, and Arthur Jones got, got switched on with a 6-5 strain, and it was no contest in there. Under one minute to go, now down to 51 seconds here in the second period. Arthur Jones works it against the defense. Of Davis Ray runs to the paint, throws up an off-balance runner. No, rebounded by Plymouth. Davis Ray, and then he's reached into foul, a frustration foul on Arthur Jones. So again, what do we say? 
take the last shot and go up at least nine. But now, all of a sudden, Art gets a foul. Davis Ray has a chance to cut it down to seven, and instead, Mishawaka. And we saw this with a 10-point lead in game one by Adams, and they had a couple fumbled possessions and mental and physical mistakes that cost them five points and really changed the complexion of that basketball game. However, on the other end, the missed free throw, the friend of the one-on-one, Mishawaka does not pay for the foul by Arthur Jones. And at 30 seconds in the half, K-Ben will go to work leading by 9, 27-18. And Bodie Bender wants to map out the final 25 seconds of the period with a 30-second timeout. Actually a full, interesting, a full timeout for the K-Ben. We'll do the same with 25 seconds to go before half. K-Ben up 27-18 over Plymouth. We're back after this on 96-1 the top. 25 seconds to go in our first half. Back to LaPorte High School along with Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. A new final score in on the U.S. Sidecrafters scoreboard in Class 3A sectional play. Just one game tonight down at Northwood. The host Panthers took care of business as they sent Wawa Seapacking by final count of 52-23. Repeating a score from earlier, John Glenn, a bit of a surprise knocking off 18-5 Tippecanoe Valley. The Falcons led from coast to coast start to finish in that game. They win that Knox over Tippy Valley 68-55. Matt Embry will have a complete recap of all the area scores and some of the headliners from around the state coming up on our halftime report on the U.S. Sidecrafters scoreboard. So after the Bodie Better timeout, an interesting full timeout right before halftime. K-Ben lead it 27-18, inbounds in the backcourt to Arthur Jones. I think this is to draw up a play, and I think they're going to take a three. They're going to take a three uh, to end regulation. Dribble drive, top side, Arthur Jones launches, misses, rebound at two seconds, outlets to Walters, he'll let it fly! Wide left, it had the right distance, but just wide left as we go to halftime. Our score here from LaPorte High School in game two of our opening round of this Class 4A Boys Basketball Sectional Championship. Earlier tonight, Michigan City defeated Adams 70-62, and in game two here at the break, Mishawaka Cavemen lead the Plum Pilgrims in a Northern Lakes Conference tussle between two local rivals, the Pilgrims and the Cavemen. Mishawaka 27, Plymouth 18, our score. Stay tuned, our halftime report is just around the corner. We'll check scoring statistics and have some thoughts from Coach Rod Heklitsky. We'll certainly have an update with Matt Embry in just a few moments on the U.S. Sidecrafters scoreboard, and we'll count down to the beginning of our third quarter action as the Mishawaka Cavemen look for their 18th win of the season. Again here at the break, Mishawaka 27, Plymouth 18. You're in two with Indiana Hoosier Hysteria and Mishawaka K-Man Basketball, powered by Midland Engineering and by Bethel University Athletics here on 96-1 The Ton. And welcome back on our halftime report here from 96-1 The Ton. Your home for the Cavemen and Indiana Hoosier Hysteria. A doubleheader tonight that saw game one with Michigan City and South Bend Adams and a good one that saw all the Wolves prevail. The Wolves from the Duneland Conference defeat the Eagles from the NIC 70-62. That final score. Meanwhile, here in game number two, well, Mishawaka, they did a ditto of what they did January 6th. They scored 16 in the first quarter down at Plymouth. They scored 16 here tonight against Plymouth again in the sectionals. The only difference is last time Plymouth scored two. This guy, this time rather, the Pilgrims scored eight, but the difference as we're at halftime is Mishawaka didn't fold and give up that big, big lead in the second quarter of play. They actually uh, played to 
basically a tie, 11-10, outscoring Mishawaka of Plymouth in that second quarter. Gave the Cavemen from an 8-point to a 9-point lead as we head into the locker room. 27-18, here at the break, Cavemen looking for win number 18 on the season. Heck, your thoughts on the Cavemen performance in the first half? Well, Mishawaka shot pretty well in the first half. Shot uh, 10 for 19 for 52%, and then 3 for 7 for 43%. I think if there's an improvement they need, they're only four for eight from the free throw line. Against St. Joe, they were ten for twenty-eight in the free throw line. So obviously they got to work that out a little bit. Uh, they had five turnovers. Conversely speaking, Plymouth uh, did not shoot as well. Six for fifteen for the field, forty percent. Two for five from the three-point line, four for five from the charity stripe. Nine turnovers. But I think a really big factor that a lot of people. Um, aren't going to think about or aren't going to talk about is in the first half, Michael Sheely, the, the, the 6'3 inside player for Plymouth, took five shots and is 0 for 5. Now, if Mike Sheely's taking five shots, that means Easton Strain and Davis Ray and Preston Wolf, the really good shooters for Plymouth, aren't taking shots. So, so you don't want to say those are like turnovers, but really those are like turnovers. And it's, it's, it's great, it's great strategy for Mishawaka. You know, don't let Strain, don't let Ray beat you. If somebody else is going to beat you, so be it. And Michael Sheely wasn't good enough to beat him, and hence the nine-point lead here. Now, uh, um, as we know, Mishawaka has always come out strong in the third quarter. So we're looking for that right off the jump here. We'll keep an eye on the K-Ben and hope they can extend this momentum and this lead here as we start the third period of play. 27-18, our score here at the half. Individual scoring first for the Pilgrims. They've had seven players on the floor. Only three of those have scored. Kobe Walters off the bench with a three-pointer for three. Easton Strain with two field goals for four. And Davis Ray with 13 points on a three-pointer, two two-pointers, and four four free throw shooting. Elsewhere, Michael Sheely, Preston Wolf, Caden Ellery, and Trey Hall have played but not scored. For the home team on the scoreboard, the Mishawaka Cavemen, two points for Rasan Johnson, two for Ace Troyer, two for Brady Fisher, three for Jackson Snyder, three for Cooper Pritchett, three for Anthony Nelson, and 12 for Arthur Jones. Jones started out on fire with nine first quarter points, finished with a dozen on the half. And on the alternate possession here on Mishawaka, we'll have the basketball. We turn the page to quarter number three, along with Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. Matt Embry, spin of the dials. Back at our 96 won the ton studios in downtown South Bend. 27-18 cavemen. As they, we describe it, go from east to west and or far to, or near side to far side. We're in the end zone here on the east end of the gym. And uh, just kind of high and above the perch area from the Plymouth bench. Right down in front of us at a caveman defensive, or uh, a Plymouth defensive reach-in foul. Whistled on Trey Hall. That is quickly his third. Plymouth came out in a 2-3 zone here in the second half. Got a cut to the basket. Cooper Pritchett finds a bounce pass in his hands from Brady Fisher. And Pritchett with his fifth point. Nice assist by Brady Fisher. Right away, Mishwalk goes to a high-low game. And like you said, Brady made a great feed. Ellery. Out center floor. Hands it away to Davis Ray. Dishes off to Easton Strain. Pull up fadeaway jumper. Air ball miss. Rebound Rassam. Here comes Johnson to the caveman. Rassam right side to Jackson Snyder. Snyder deep left point to Arthur. Oh, does he want to fire that three? Arthur. Ball fakes the lob inside. Nothing there. 
Out to Brady, center floor. Right side to Snyder. Jackson on the hard dribble. Hands to Arthur. Dribbles, drives, goes for the bounce pass inside the Cooper. Pitch it, muscles it up and in on the little no-look bounce pass by Arthur Jones, who gets the assist. Cooper Pitchett with back-to-back buckets here in the third quarter. Gives him seven. Arthur 31-18. Jones. Arthur Jones had the mismatch with, with the 6-5 strain on him and just took him right to the, the, the lane again. And, and what do we always say? And a bad bounce pass into the free throw circle. Stolen away by the caveman. Up the floor, Pritchett. Two Johnson. We're signed to the free throw lane. Running jumper up no good. Missed it. Rebound. Caveman as Davis Ray had it. Taken away by Jackson Snyder. Outlets to Brady. He goes up strong. He's fouled. Great job by the caveman. Jackson Snyder uh, stealing that, that outlet pass, taking it into Brady. Brady went to, Brady just took a hard foul, fourth down and one. Brady's taking the quarterback sneak there. And before we continue, a timeout taken on the floor by Joel Grindle and his Plymouth Pilgrim. 6-13 to play here in our third quarter. Caveman have up the ante to 14. Mishawaka 31, Plymouth 18. We're back after this on 96-1. The little ACDC energizing us here at LaPorte High School. Many of the fans who were here for both games, well, those Game 1 fans, many have trickled away, and uh, and I'm just a smattering of fans here right now. It's a uh, very light crowd tonight in this opening round of this Class 4A section at Port High. I'm really disappointed in the Mishawaka crowd. you you got a basketball team that's got 17 wins and playing really, really well. I mean, the Mishawaka section ought to be full. Or a heck of a lot more people that are here tonight. And I'm glad that maybe some of them opted to stay home and listen to us on the radio. But That's man, probably you, what happened. you, you got to get out here and support this basketball team. It is sectional time, and they're looking, and they legitimately have a shot at their first crown since 1986. Second, Brady Fisher free throw rattles in and out and in. So Fisher goes two for two after the Plymouth foul on Michael Sheely, his first. Team second of the half, and it's 6-10 to play third quarter. Mishawaka has opened up a lead now of 33-18. This is their largest advantage. Center floor, Trey Hall. Deep left side, goes to Walters. Center floor to Davis Ray. Dribble drive and a double team and a reach-in foul and or a bumping foul on the caveman defense. I believe on Arthur Jones. Should be Arthur's second. That is Arthur Jones' second. You are correct, Coach. Hey, a couple of updates for you on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard. Final score at Jimtown. St. Joe has defeated Jimtown 76-52. And how about this final at Northside Gym? North Ridge knocks off Warsaw 55-51. A nice, nice win for the Raiders. Ellery dribble drive left of the lane. Put it up in a crowd. Up no good off the iron. And the rebound to Arthur Jones for the caveman. Mishawaka leading 33-18 with 5.40 to play here in our third period. In game two of our doubleheader here tonight at LaPorte High School. Game one went to Michigan City defeating South Panetta. Dribble drive right side. Put up by Arthur. Blocked away by Plymouth. Loose ball rebound. Squirts on the floor. Picked up and saved with a diving effort by Rasan. Now to Pritchett left side. Rasan left wing three. Put up. It is a knuckleball. Missed off the rim. Rebound Jackson Snyder. Ball stripped away by Ellery. Ellery one-on-one. Takes it very slowly to the glass. Has a shot blocked away by Rasan. Rebound Fisher. Brady strong to the glass. Running hook shot. No. Tipped up and in by Cooper Pritchett. Good follow-up by Coop. His third second quarter, or rather his third third quarter field goal, 35-18, came in by 17. Runner right side, put up no good by Cody Walters, and a rebound and a foul. With 4.50 left in this third quarter, the, the Pilgrims have yet to score. 
Mishawaka doing a great job defensively of keeping the Pilgrims in front of him, and when there's any kind of screening game, switching it out. Inbounds, Plymouth. Again, 4.50 to play third quarter. Bounce pass into Ellery, left of the lane. Flips it back out left side, deep left wing to Ray. Dribbles on Arthur Jones, and Arthur called for a blocking foul defensively. That's, Ar- that's Arthur's third with 4.45 yep. left in this third period. And he's immediately heading towards well, he's the bench area, but now walking back. And now one of the officials takes exception to Arthur Jones's, I guess, reaction or language. Yeah, that's not that's not a smart thing to do because you're going to have these officials again on Friday night, exactly the same crew. You're going to have it in the in the Riley game. Inbounds, lobbed to Ellery, stripped away by Cooper Pritchett. He gets a steal, feeds inside to Brady Fisher. Double team goes up for the jump shot, and he's hacked and fouled. Good hustle play by Cooper Pritchett. I know that sounds like a broken record. That's that's Coop to a T. So the officials tonight in this game are Zach Barnes, Steve Howell, and, El- and Eric Ellenberger. The officials... In the game two on Friday night, South Bend Riley versus the winner of this game are Zach Barnes, Steve Howe, and Eric Ellenberger. So it's not a it's not a very smart uh, move to get an official uh, angry at you because you got him Friday night. Brady Fisher missing the first or the second free throw rather, hitting the first makes it a 36-18. Yes, a two for one special and dribble drive right side and a foul. This game could drag on now because there's just been a lot of fouls here in this third quarter, man. I was going to mention that. I mean, I got school tomorrow. <laughs> you got work. Mr. Heklinski's class. The bell is ringing promptly at 8 a.m. Inbounds. Pilgrims. Walters, a strong drive to the glass. Defended by Cooper Pritchett and by Rasan Johnson, and his shot was swallowed out of bounds by Mishawaka. So both teams have three team fouls. I guess not as many as I thought. It's just they've happened all at once here, I think. Inbounds, Ellery, deep right corner. Goes outside on the wing. Finds Walters. Now Walters inside. Dribble drive by Ray. Throws up an air ball three. Weak side rebound pulled down by Brady Fisher. Jackson Steiner runs up the floor at 4-10, third quarter. 36-18, Mishawaka. Plymouth is yet to score here in this second half. Top side, Rasan will nail the left point three-pointer. Rasan Johnson with his fifth point. He Brady, averages nine and a half. Brady Fisher took it as, as far as he could, kicked it back to Rasan for a wide open. And a loose ball deflected by the K-man. Johnson outside, gets the handoff from Pritchett, tries another three. This line drive knuckleball, too strong, no good. And the rebound down to the Pilgrims. Up the floor, strain. Straight outside, Walters dribble penetrates right into the free throw lane. Nothing there. Backs it out to Davis Ray at 3.30 to play third quarter. 39-18 Cavemen and a bounce pass there for Easton Strain. Stripped away by Brady Fisher. Fisher up the floor to Jackson Snyder in the far right corner. Reverse skip pass. Nice lob across the lane area. Brady Fisher hesitates, turns, spins, and puts it up at him. Brady with his second field goal and his seventh point on the night. 41-18, and Joel Grindle is forced to burn yet another timeout as the drought is nearly five minutes here in this third quarter without a point for the Plymouth Pilgrims. So timeout by the red and white from Plymouth. 
Your Mishawaka Cavemen in their home whites and the maroon trim tonight, leading it comfortably, 41-18. We'll take a timeout. We're back after this on 96-1 the time. Hey, fans, tonight's game brought to you in part by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Call Kevin if you're in the market to buy, sell, or refinance your home at 287-1152. Heck, we talked about caveman defense, but man, oh, man, almost a five-minute drought for Plymouth right here. Hang a star on that for Mishawaka. It's a 14-zip run for uh, the cavemen, and uh, they're really locked in defensively. They're talking. They're moving. Bounce pass on the right side of the lane. Turnaround jumper by Easton Strain. Hits the side of the backboard. No good. And the rebound to Mishawaka. Controlled by Fisher. Up the floor, Johnson. 250 third quarter. Cavemen in the driver's seat, leading 41-218. They have again held the Pilgrims scoreless here in the second half. Rasan deep left point area. Rasan, a little shaky big move. Left side down is Brady. Brady dribbles to the top of the circle. Right-handed hook pass into the corner. Pritchett explodes to the basket underneath. Little bounce pass to Rasan, lay it up and in. Johnson with seven. Pritchett on the assist. And at 2.22, third quarter, it's 43-18. And a bounce pass, bad one there by Trenton Van Dyne, who just checked in. Transition layup missed by Cooper Pritchett. Rebound Ellery. Ellery up the floor. Down under the basket to Davis Ray. Double pump jumper partially blocked. Missed and a foul. They might score here in the third period because Ellery's going to the free throw line. 2.05 to play. Ellery on the night has not shot a free throw. And in fact is scoreless in this contest. It's been the relentless defensive uh, effort. And it's been that way. It's been that way. Uh, probably since midway through the season when Mishawaka got on that, that long run. And uh, they bought into Tabote's defensive presence and the pressure and the switching. And, and they make it really, really tough for teams to score. Substitution, Cavemen will go to the bench for Jack Troyer. And there's the first point of the second half so far here at 2.05 to play third quarter. And Jack Troyer gets into this game. And what's Jack Troyer do? He's a defensive specialist. He's going to be used as a guard as well here against a little bit of pressure defense. A diamond of one press. Jump pass. Yohe across to Pritchett. Pritchett touch pass. Left corner Jackson, or Jack Troyer rather, misses. Long range three. Rebound tapped up no by Brady Fisher. Rebound tapped up again on the foul. That's kind of tough for Jack Troyer. The first time he touches the ball is a three. And, you know, maybe... Maybe make it the second time you get a feel for it. Kick it out as, as Mr. Miller here is showing me his passing skills. Pass the ball. With the, the wrist snap down, right? We've got we a 43-19 lead. Work that clock, boys. There you go. Preston Wolf, right side, gives it up on the bounce pass. Center forward Easton Strain on the block. Bounce pass is back to the basket. Mikey Sheely, turnaround running hook shot up. Rimming, rimming off the iron twice, no good. The rebound to Brady Fisher. Fisher up the floor at a minute 20 to go, gives to Jackson Snyder. Snyder, center court, now to Maddox Yohe. 43-19. Mishawaka has dominated this third quarter, holding Plymouth just a one single point. Top of the circle, Jackson Snyder has his pocket pick, stripped away by Davis Ray. He'll take it down the middle of the lane and run into the defender under the basket and draw the foul. Davis Ray will have a chance to go to the free throw line. That's a, another. That, that's the second turnover of the second half of the caveman. Seven 
total uh, for the game. And uh, as a coach, you know, you can live with, 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 with 10 turnovers or under maybe some coaches will say 12 turnovers. I mean, if you're a team that pushes the ball. And, and Mishawaka is a team that pushes the ball. Davis Ray hitting the first and now nailing the second for the southpaw. He's six for six tonight. Plymouth's all three points here in the third quarter have all come at the free throw line. And with one minute in the period, Mishawaka leading comfortably, 43-21. Bounce pass, Banach-Yohi. Kicked by the Plymouth defender, Davis Ray. So Mishawaka will re-inbound it right at midcourt at the far sideline. And Jackson Snyder will have the honors. Into the caveman backcourt to Maddox-Yohi. Yohi with defense right on his hip. Works it right, works it left in the free throw circle. Kicks it to Jack Troyer. He'll launch a three, short. Rebound, no, and Maddox Yohe called for a push as the defender for Plymouth, Trenton Van Dyne, had the check off, and Yohe tried to go around and through him. Second quick three for Jack. I'd like to see the K-Men run this clock down now and take one, and not necessarily because this is a close game, but work on a game condition for maybe against Riley or maybe against the winner of LaPorte and Michigan City. But speaking of, Michigan City defeated Adams earlier tonight in game one of our sectional doubleheader. Michigan City 70, Adams 62 was that final. And now we have a little altercation going on as Cooper Pritchett and I'll be honest, I looked down on my score sheet while that free throw was going on, but there was a missed free throw. And one of the Pilgrims got Michael tangled Shealy. up. Michael Sheely and Cooper Pritchett got tangled up. And you really, and if you're Mishawaka, you really want to be careful about this because any ejection tonight would be an, would be a forfeiture for your play on Friday night. So obviously you need to get Cooper Pritchett uh, out of the game for a minute, let him cool down. Michael Sheely gave him a cheap shot, but at the end of the day, the Cavemen are winning by 21. And, uh, I mean, you want to keep yourself not only into this game, but keep yourself ready to roll for Friday night. Well, certainly for Pritchett, as I recall, what a broken nose earlier this offseason probably sensed a little bit of concern. Michael, it looks like Michael Sheely's been disqualified, maybe from this game. Um, so Trent Van Dyne has to take the second of his two free throws. And the free throw is up and good by Van Dyne. So now we're, I think we're going to have a double technical. Is that what they're doing here as one official is over at the Mishawaka scoreboard? Yeah, I think that's a really smart thing. Um, Cody Bender's going to take Cooper Pritchett out of the lineup, bring Ace Troyer in. I mean, maybe Cooper Pritchett's been kicked out of this game also. Because Steve Sheltraw's taking him back to the locker room, or that could be a trainer taking no, him back. No, I, th I think Hannah Hess is taking him off to the side to check him out because again he took a really hard hit to the to the bridge of the nose and the and the forehead area good good because i would hate to see any 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 ramification or any altercation that could that would keep him out of this game on friday night because obvious the cavemen are going to walk away with this win they lead at 43 23 we've got 45 seconds in a 
very, very slow as molasses third quarter. Jackson Snyder will step to the free throw line, a 75% free throw shooter on the season, and nail the first of a double free throw technical uh, free throw opportunity here. Two free throws on the tech. So if I if I am correct, double technical, a double technical, one on Michael Sheely, and one on Cooper Pritchett. Second free throw is good by Jackson Snyder, so he'll add to his point total for five on the night. And then the alternate possession arrow rules on the inbounds that goes to Mishawaka. Normally on a technically you would also, the other team would get the basketball, but since both teams had committed a technical, it goes to the alternate possession arrow. Maddox, Joe, he center for 35 seconds. Came down a little motion offense, trying to choose some clock in this 22-point advantage. 45-23 over Plymouth. Jack Troyer, Jackson Snyder, Maddox Yohe, Ace Troyer, and Brady Fisher on the floor. Yohe chased there defensively by Caleb Bowling. Outside of Florida, Brady checks the scoreboard for the clock, 16 seconds. Down now to 13. Hands to Yohe. Yohe at 10. Dribbles to the right side. Between the legs with the dribble. Shakes, bakes, bounce pass, threads the needle. Turnaround missed by Brady Fisher. Rebound Plymouth. They'll try a half-court heave hole wide left, and we go to the quarter break. An ugly third quarter that got a little heated towards the end, but a defensive clinic by Mishawaka extends their lead of nine up to a convincing 22-point lead after three. Our score after the third period, Mishawaka 45, Plymouth 23. We'll have fourth quarter play-by-play next here on your home for Mishawaka K-Man basketball and Indiana Hoosier Hysteria, 96-1 the time. We turn the page to quarter number four, along with former K-Man coach Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. After three, it's all Mishawaka, 45-23. They work it down on the block on their alternate possession to start the period. Brady Fisher with a turnaround jumper, no good. Rebound Pilgrims. They go in fast break. Trey Hall right down the right side of the lane. And he's bumped and fouled by K-Man defender. K-Man start the period in the driver's seat, leading by 22 but we'll start the period with Arthur Jones, Rasan Johnson, Brady Fisher, Ace Troyer, and Jackson Snyder on the floor. First free throw after the Mishawaka foul on Ace Troyer, his second. Team's eighth of the half. Plymouth guilty of only four fouls so far here in the second half. And the first free throw by Trey Hall is up, is good. Second one is a carbon copy. He goes two for two for his first points, and it's 45-25. Caveman still in the driver's seat. Jones races up the floor, goes to Rasan center court. Right near the equator, double team. Hook pass back out, jumps it out to Arthur. He'll penetrate the paint, dishes left side, running hook shot, missing the bunny. Ace Troyer no good. Rebound Arthur Jones. He'll take it into the land of the Giants, puts up the shot, and he's fouled. Caveman got to hit these bunnies. Yeah, and, and Arthur really penetrated hard. And got uh, got a nice pass to uh, Ace Troyer, and Ace didn't finish. I mean, but true to Arthur, he stayed with it. He got the rebound, and is shooting two free throws. Arthur at the stripe with a very soft touch, bounces, bounces, and hits it on the left side and in for his fourth in four tries at the stripe tonight. 46-25, Mishawaka. Second free throw. This off the mark, no good. Wide right, rebound, Plymouth. Pilgrims wait for things to clear. Trey Hall brings it quickly up into the forecourt. 
Plymouth going from far to near side. In the paint, turning, spinning. Ray stripped away, stolen by Jackson Snyder. And then back the other way in fast break mode. Plymouth commits a defensive foul. Davis Ray is saying, wait a minute. The guy just hit me in the head and stole the ball. Can you call something? And the official just walks back down the court. I used to, so when I played, I used to love talking to officials. I, I heard that about you. And being very subtle with it, never showing them up, but getting my point across. Trey Hall, a senior right now with a whole lot of emotion showing as he steps off the floor for most likely the final time in his high school basketball career. Will foul out this game with 7.05 to play. Finish the night with those two free throws moments ago for two points. Jackson Snyder, deep left side, goes to Rasan. Rasan left point back to Jackson. Jackson on the dribble against his man-to-man defender, Davis Ray. Right wing is Brady. Dribbles inside the D- three-point arc to Snyder. Top side of Rasan. 6.45 to play. K-Men 46, 25 leaders. Dribble drive, and then Rasan has reached into foul defensively by the Pilgrims. And a foul on Plymouth and Davis Ray, I do believe. That'll be his first of the night. Seventh on the Pilgrims, so one and the bonus for Rasan Johnson and the Mishawaka K-Man. Johnson going to the stripe for his first tries tonight. Rasan needs to get the rhythm here because he's, he's going to shoot some free throws Friday night against Riley, shooting 63% for the season. And I'd like to see Rashad shoot maybe five or six free throws here late in this game to get the feel from the line. There you go. Free throw, nothing but net. His ninth point, he averages 9.7. Mishawaka staying comfortably in the lead, 48-25. Dribble drive right to the paint, going right at the defender, Brady Fisher. Davis Ray scores it, and then we have a foul. Davis Ray is getting, is getting really frustrated. He's taken a lot of hits in this game and hasn't got, I mean, he's got some call shots and free throws, but probably not as many as he thinks he should. And uh, as the ball went through the net, he kind of punched it out, and, which is obviously you can't do that. But I, but I always thought I always thought that was a warning at first. And, uh, and obviously maybe he said something. So a technical foul whistled against Plymouth. And they're on the aforementioned Davis Ray. So the last basket by Davis Ray is the first basket of the second half uh, for Plymouth. So you want to talk about defensive dominance. Uh, That's only the eighth of the night for the Pilgrims. Free throw by Jackson Snyder makes it a 49-27 contest. Cavemen in the driver's seat. They led it by eight after one. They led it by nine at halftime. And they have really... Turned up the defensive physicality and pressure here in the second half. Jackson Snyder, center court to Ace Troyer. Troyer, 6.20 to play in the paint. Rasan dribbles in the paint, turns, spins, forces up the jumper off the window, no good. Rebound Plymouth and a foul. I hope the drive-thrus are late on the way home. 6.09 to play fourth quarter, and a 30-second timeout burned by the Mishawaka Caveman. Bodie Bender will take the timeout. 
They lead it 49-27. We're back in 30 seconds on 96-1 the time. Woody Bender just called that timeout and got all over his troops, uh, telling them to stop fouling, stop putting Plymouth to the line, and start playing some good basketball, moving your feet. That last caveman foul was on Masson Johnson, his third. Along with Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. Heck, I want you to know that people are listening back home because I'm getting text messages about the meatball, whether the meatball was saved or not, and what flavor they are. A, a bourbon barbecue, very tasty. I wish there were a few more. Thanks for bringing me a couple, man. There you go. There you go. I saw your plate full in pregame and a, and a cookie or four. So. I know. And I, I never saw one of those. In fact, I don't even see a crumb left. Top of the circle, Johnson. 5.45 to play. 49-29 caveman. Right of the lane, Rassan. Now dribbles it back out. Caveman going to chew a little clock here. And rightly so as they look to sew up win number 18 on the year and advance to the Friday semifinals. Good bounce pass feeding underneath is Maddox Johe to a wide open Brady Fisher. And Brady's got his ninth point. 51-29. Great interior passing by Maddox. Saw Brady on a little high-low action. Got him the ball. And Brady had an easy basket. Good post move, turning, spinning, jumping, shooting, missing his Easton strain. Muscling down the rebound is Brady Fisher. Fisher looks at that right hand that's all bandaged up and, of course, was in a cast for the last month from January 24th to the 25th of February. Center floor, Jackson Snyder. Five minutes to play. Bishop walk up 51-29. to they led it 27-18 at halftime, but have absolutely been dominant here in the second half. Little runner on the right side and a hook shot off the window up and good. Rasan Johnson with 11. Great straight line drive. Saw the lane open up, went to his right, and no help side, obviously, and Rasan just finished it. Trey Delp, who subbed into this Plymouth lineup now, with it center floor to Caden Ellery. Ellery top side to Caleb Bowling. Bowling, dribble drive, double team, and Maddox Yohe called for the reach in. Anthony Nelson at the check-in table, ready to uh, uh, come back in. We just said hi to the, uh, Riley's coach, uh, Alex Daniels. Mr. Alex Daniels. Obviously scouting this game tonight, and his Riley Wildcats will take on the uh, the Mishawaka Caveman, I believe the second game on Friday night. You correct? are correct. Yep, we'll have an all Doolin Conference clash in the opener. With Laporte in Michigan City at 6.30 South Bend time, 5.30 in Central time zone. And then game two will pit these Mishawaki cavemen if they continue to hold on to this 53-29 lead against the second by team, South and Riley. Laporte, the Slicers, and the Wildcats receive the, the bye from the IHSAA. Johnson, topside Nelson in the circle. Double teamed, outlets to Rasan, 4.10 to play. 53-29 to 29 now. Johnson, jump pass in the corner to Nelson. Nelson, little flip pass saved by Maddox-Johe. Delivers it right side to Ace Troyer. Back out left wing. Three ball, a knuckleball with no rotation. Missed by Rassam. Rebounded by Ellery. He'll dribble drive, take it to the hole, put it up and in. The official will count the basket and a foul. Second bucket in the second half for Plymouth. 348, 53-31. A chance for a three-point play the old-fashioned way. Rasan Johnson picking up his fourth foul. For Caden Ellery, the 6'5 sophomore. Now, 
Caden's father played for Digger Phelps at Notre Dame, Jerry Ellery. That was Kevin Ellery. Kevin Ellery. War number uh, 35. Was a was a was a good player. His son's long, six foot five, a sophomore. Looks like he has a lot of filling out he can do. And is going to be a good player for Plymouth. 333 to play here in our fourth quarter. Mishawaka in the driver's seat, 53-31. Ace Troyer, right baseline. Gives it up, gets it back from Yohe. Running little mini jumper by Ace off the mark. No. Rebound. Pilgrims and Ray's fast break pass up the floor is knocked out of bounds and turned over by the Pilgrims. That is the 14th turnover in the game for Plymouth, allegedly. I got caught looking at the meatballs a time or two. Maybe I missed one. I threw the plate away, okay? I, I didn't want you to stare those down anymore. 3.05 to play. 53-31, Caveman. Brady Fisher playing a little point guard right now. Hash mark right side. Dribbles to the baseline on the right corner. Defended by Ellery. Post bounce pass. Out right wing. Goes to Ace. Center floor back to Nelson. Back top side. He'll go to Rasant. Dribbles. Drives. Goes for the little dish pass and finds Ace Troyer who lays it up and in. Nice penetration dribble and the assist and Ace Troyer to finish it off with his fourth point. 55-31. Step back three. Launched. Missed by... Negan and the rebound down to Mishawaka. 2.25 to play. Caveman 55-31 leaders. This is their biggest lead of the night. See Trey Thomas heading to the scores table for the Cavemen. Baseline left. Maddox Johe scoop pass to the left point. Goes to Brady. Trouble team. Dishes outside a bounce pass. He telegraphed it. Stolen away. Picked off by Caleb Bowling. Bowling will take it strong to the glass. Head fakes. Gets his defender up in the air. Misses the bunny. And the rebound to Ace Troyer for Mishawaka. Two minutes to play. Up the floor, Nelson. Bounce pass left side. Rasan to the glass up and in. Rasan Johnson with his 13th point. 57-31. Left of the lane. Negan. Post feed inside. Deflected away. Knocked away from Ray. Back the other way. Left-handed running layup is good by Rasan Johnson. Rasan with eight points here in the fourth quarter, and he's got 15 on the game. 59-31, Mishawaka, 90 seconds to play. Ellery, back the other way, leans into Ace Troyer and draws the foul as he goes to the basket, and now Bodie Bender is completely clearing the caveman bench, and while he should. Well, he's not completely clearing it because I don't see Carmine Orozco in the game yet. He's He is at the end of the bench. First free throw by Ellery up and good. Caden Ellery now two of three at the stripe tonight for his points. Plymouth substitutions. You will see Preston Wolf return. You'll see Jonah Smith, a 6'1 senior, check in and get his little curtain call here. And a nice round of applause for Easton Strait, a 6'4 senior. And Davis Ray moments ago who subbed out of this game. Both four-year seniors for this Plymouth Pilgrim program. And the aforementioned Carmine Roscoe is now in this game. There you go. So the caveman with a Roscoe, Jack Troyer, Anthony Nelson, Trey Thomas, and also I'm missing somebody, Johnny Macedo. In the lineup. Underneath. A Roscoe strong to the bucket. Puts it up. No. Has the shot blocked, but he gets his own rebound and put it up in there. Carmine Roscoe with a bucket to make it with one minute to play. 61-32 caveman. Off to the far left side. 
Dribble drive there by Wolf for Plymouth. Hands to Ellery. Back to Bowling. Bowling in the paint. Looks right. Looks in. Nothing there. Well defended by the maroon and white. Now deep right side it will be Jonah Smith. Top side to Wolf. And Preston Wolf nails his first three of the night. He had three threes when these teams met back in January. 61-35. That game was 63-55. So only a two-point difference for Mishawaka, but a 20-point difference. It's all about the K-Man defense. Johnny Macedo out hash mark left side with a very colorful set of shoes out there. You cannot miss Johnny Macedo. 18 seconds. Back to Troy, Trey Thomas rather. Now to Orozco. K-Men are going to just dribble out the clock. No shots as instructed from the bench area. Down to 10 seconds. Mishawaka winning 61-35. Down to 4 seconds. Down to 3. And that is going to do it. A dominant second half defensive ever by the Mishawaka K-Men. Spells victory in this Class 4 sectional opener at LaPorte High School. Final score, Mishawaka 61, Plymouth 35. Stay tuned. Our postgame show come up next on your tune with Mishawaka K-Man basketball and Indiana Hoosier Hysteria, powered by Midland Engineering and Bethel University Athletics here on 96.1 The Talk. Welcome back to LaPorte High School with Ron Heglinski. I'm Brian Miller. Fans heading for the exits here tonight, and those driving back to the Princess City of Mishawaka will do so in a uh, rather joyful manner because they, uh, in the second half, dominated their rivals from the Northern Lakes Conference, Plymouth, and took a nine-point basketball game at half, which was 27-18. to Held Plymouth scoreless in that third quarter until the 2:05 mark, thanks to a free throw from Caden Ellery. But at that point, the K-Men had taken a nine-point game. They had extended that lead up to 20 and beyond and really were in the driver's seat that entire second half. An impressive, an impressive defensive effort in a physical standpoint and just in a tactical standpoint. Uh, Rod Heklinski for Mishawaka. Yeah, so, so I know Bodie really uh, broke down that, that tape of the first game and uh, did a nice job of, of, of taking care of the sets that Plymouth likes to run. And uh, defensively, they just they just totally outmanned uh, uh, Plymouth. Arthur Jones could get to the paint and do whatever he wanted to do, and now it sets up the uh, the big semifinal on Friday night. And it's 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 a great semifinal, Michigan City, and and all the teams that should have won are there. So Michigan City at 17 and six will play Laporte at 17 and six. Mishawaka at 18 and six will play South Bend Riley at 13 and nine, and that's that's how you that's how you drew it up, right? I think that's how we drew it up, that's or at least that, that's how it was drawn up by the IHSA. I mean, that, those are my picks going into this. Got it. The, the, those would be the teams playing on uh, on Friday night. Well, and, you really went on a limb, didn't you? And both and both teams <laughs> didn't disappoint. Well, I tell you, for a while, Adams really played. I mean, Adams really played Michigan City well for a while, but their demise came. I believe Adams' demise came uh, at the end of that first half. Instead of taking a 10-point lead, they took a two-possession lead and uh, didn't play that out very well. And uh, the talent of Michigan City, specifically Jamie Hodges, really took over in that second half. So it's played out how I said it was going to play out, Coach Bender. I mean, a, just a defensive dismantling in the second half of Plymouth. You cut their heart out. They scored nine baskets for the game. Talk about your defensive effort. Well, first off, I, I thought the kids, when we were going through actions, you were there Saturday when we were going through stuff, but I thought the kids, when we were going 
three different types of actions last night that they love to run in their open offense really locked in on that um, and did an exceptional job. They knew what we were looking for. We've been through it before, before we played them um, the first time in January. Really, I, I think the biggest thing that upset me in the second half is guys stopped fouling. When we got them in the half court defensively, they, they struggled. They struggled scoring on us. Um, but I, I thought our defensive effort was tremendous tonight. Yeah, I don't think there's any question. With that kind of a defensive effort, um, and, and, you, and you play that way in, in a state tournament play, and, and, I mean, you've been through it. I mean, you've been in the semi-states, and, and, and you know how or what wins in state tournaments right. and defense wins. Right, yeah, and, and I thought our kids turned it up. I, I thought we did a really good job of, you know, one of the actions was uh, down screen flash. We did a great job of taking that away for the most part. We got some tips, some steals. And then a couple times they loved the uh, uh, the backside flare from the wing at the top of the key. And, you know, they got us one time on a slip. But for the most part, I thought our kids did a good job of taking that away as well. Um, I thought our length and our athleticism caused them problems all night. Mishawaka winner tonight over Plymouth in our second game of the night in our opening round sectional coverage here for LaPorte High School. Mishawaka 61-35 victors as we visit with K-Man head coach Bodie Bender. You and I talked in the pregame show getting off to a good start. Well, yeah. you got your 16 just like you did the first time yeah. you played uh, yeah. Plymouth. Now they had eight compared to when they had two last time. But really it seemed like Arthur Jones set the tempo of this game and really started his game off by attacking the basket, taking the ball to the hole, then start the distribution process, and then it was just a defensive Donnybrook in that second yeah, half. I, I am, I'm extremely pleased, again, how our kids played defensively. But I thought Art at times tonight when he was settled and played well, um, you know, he when he was settled down, he played well and, and found open guys. And it was nice to see us finally finish some shots inside where I didn't feel like the last few games we've done a very good job of that. I thought in the first half we didn't do a very good job of making free throws, but in the second half we made them when they counted. Yeah, so so when the game was was out of uh, in the fourth quarter when the game was out of hand, I was really happy to see Rashawn Johnson get a chance to go up there a couple times yeah. and get a look at yeah. the rim because Friday night he's going to shoot free throws. Yeah. Talk about the altercation uh, between Cooper and uh, Sheely. We didn't see it. You know, I, we were I talking about something, and we just turned and looked. I didn't really see it either. I was turning and talking to either one of the players or the coaches. And then all of a sudden I see Cooper hit the floor. I don't know what went on. Um, you know, I, I know You know, sometimes Cooper can be a little bit extra when it comes to stepping in and, and you know, working on a block out for him or whatever. And, and sometimes guys take offense to that. But, um, I mean, what I said about Cooper is. He doesn't know a personal space very well. No, <laughs> no. And you know what? That's what I love about him. That's what I love about him. What is I he, said about Cooper was he's a pest. Oh, he, and, he, I wouldn't want to play we, against him. I can tell you that much. And when you played, you were probably a pest. Yeah, because I couldn't big, score. Big, I couldn't score. But you held other people from scoring yeah. and things like that. And I think Sheely just said enough's enough and just kind of flung him a little bit. Right. And, and I'm sure they were a little frustrated because we were up pretty big at that but point. now Bodie to to confirm though there were double technicals issued on the play but nobody was ejected there was there was nothing beyond that correct no Sheely was ejected he was and there okay. was only one technical he got the flagrant technical and we did not we were not assessed anything okay okay all right I thought that was a big point in the first half Sheely took five shots and obviously didn't hit any and if Sheely's taking five shots, that means Ray 
and right. Strain and Wolf aren't taking any shots. What did Ray do tonight? Davis Ray had six, uh, well, end up with six from the floor, had 15, yeah. All six right. from the so floor. We did what we had to do with him, but we also held down the others in Easton Strain and, and uh, you know, Ellery, who got in foul trouble early. So that kind of helped us out a little bit. Those guys, we didn't let them get off and, and go to work. So, you know, um, Davis could get his 15 or 20 as long as we held those other two down. Well, and you went to Plymouth last time, won a 63-55 contest. You're almost on the bullseye with your offense, but you hold them to 20 points less. Yeah, and I felt like once we got to 50, it was to 50 before they could get to 41 or 42, we were going to win a basketball game. Yeah, anytime you, you hold a team under 10 baskets for the game, <laughs> come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no. I don't know. I mean, did Sheltra have the defensive yeah, uh, him and Ian, Yeah, him and Ian took the defensive assignment the last it, two it, days. And I might have to give it to him again on, on Friday night. I mean, they just, like like Brian said, he drew up a Donnybrook. There you go. There you go. Mishawaka wins it to improve to 18-6 and six on the season. Coach, congrats on the win, Thank 61-35. Looking ahead, uh, uh, any uh, brief thought, uh, looking ahead towards Riley on Friday. You live yeah. to play another day. Yeah, we live to play another day. We're going to have to get in the film room and break it down. I don't know. Maybe Heck can take my health class for the next two days so we can have that ready to go so he can spend some time here again on Saturday night with us if, if we can get by. So we'll see. Uh, so now you got to tell the whole city of Mishawaka that I'm the bad guy. <laughs> I don't take your health class, man. There you go. Unbelievable. Hey, I know this. I, I know this. For the next few days, I will not be watching the Marquee Network. <laughs> no Cubs baseball no, in, in no. the uh, Bender household. <laughs> no. It's all about high school basketball, all about a K-man win tonight. Coach, congrats on the victory. I know... Mr. Uh, Finneran over here waiting to talk to you for the South Bend Tribune, and uh, you guys have a safe trip back to Michigan City. Well, see you guys Friday. All righty. That is Bodie Bender, head coach for your Mishawaka K-Men. Tonight here on the floor of the LaPorte sectional, win over Plymouth 61-35. Earlier tonight, game number one went to Michigan City 70-62. A quick check of some individual scoring totals. First for the Pilgrims, two points for Trey Hall, three for Preston Wolf, three for Kobe Walters, Four points for Easton Strain. That is ten less than he scored when the caveman in the in January. He averaged him, held to four points tonight, none in the second half. One point for Caden, or check that for Trenton Van Dyne. Uh, two points for Dan Ning. And just one player in double figures for Plymouth. That would be Davis Ray, the 6'2 senior who averages 12.5, finished with 15, although 12 less than he scored in January against the K-Men. He had 27 in that January game down at the Rock Pile, held to 15 tonight, 13 of those coming in the first half. Ray with a three-pointer, three two-pointers, six of six the free throw line. But I know Coach Rod Heklinski mentioned just a few moments ago, three threes. And five twos, holding Plymouth to just eight baskets on the entire night. That is a very impressive defensive performance. Elsewhere tonight for Plymouth, Caden Ellery with a couple of free throws. He had two points. But other than that, uh, Jonah Smith, Caleb Bowling, starter Michael Sheely, who was ejected late in the contest. And Trey Dolt played but did not score. For victorious Mishawaka, the Cavemen again improving to 18-6 and six with their 61-35 win over Plymouth. Their scoring went like this. Three points for Brady, or check out three points for Anthony Nelson on a three-pointer. Four points, Ace Troyer with two field goals from two-point land. Six points for Jackson Snyder on a three-pointer and three for three at the free throw line. Nine points for Cooper Pritchett. Pritchett with four field goals, one of two at the free throw line. Nine for Brady Fisher on a 
uh, set on a total of three two-point field goals and three of five at the free throw line. Two men in double figures for the Cayman Arthur Jones and Rasan Johnson. Jones with 13-12 in the first half on one three-pointer, three two-pointers, and four of five at the free throw line. 15 for Rasan Johnson. 13 of those came in the second half on one three-pointer, five two-pointers, and two of two at the free throw for the Cayman Johnny Macedo. All what led with stand corrected. Carmine Orozco had a field goal for two points tonight. Elsewhere for the Cayman, Johnny Macedo, Trey Thomas, Maddox Yohe, and Jack Troyer all played but did not score. Mishawaka 61, Plymouth 35, the final score. Any final thoughts, Rod Heklinski? So, I, you know, I think getting ready to play Riley, Riley will be a total, a totally different animal than, than this game was because Riley's going to be It'll be a 180. Five athletes on the floor. They're going to get after it, get up and down the court. And and I know the Mishawaka coaches will get together in the film room and, and, and get their plan together. Just a great just a great defensive game plan, great defensive execution. Uh, uh, really happy for the cavemen moving on to the, uh, 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 the semifinal round. And uh, we will be here. You'll hear it on WSBT 96, won the ton. We will be right here for all the action on Friday night, doubleheader action. We'll tip off with the pregame show at 6, tip off at 6.30 Eastern time as Game 1 will pit Doodland Conference rivals Laporte and Michigan City in Game 1. And then Game 2 will pit your Mishawaki came in against the South Bend Riley Wildcats with this win. As the voice starts to fade into the night, Mishawaka gets their 124th all-time postseason victory. They are looking for their ninth or check that 10th, count of 10, Looking for their 10th ever sectional crown and first since 1986. While Plymouth, well, their sectional drought now has reached 10 years. Their last sectional championship came in 2013. And now they uh, will continue with 35 sectional banners in school history with 221 postseason wins all time and 105, now 106 losses. Quite a tradition down at Plymouth High School. So tonight, a big, big win for your Mishawaka caveman. So for Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. Thanking you for tuning in tonight for our doubleheader of action. Again, our final scores here this evening as Game 1 saw the South Bend John Adams Eagles defeat the, or try again, the Michigan City Wolves defeat the South Bend John Adams Eagles. My apologies. Michigan City 70, Adams 62. And in the nightcap, Mishawaka wins. They improve to 18-6. and six. Plymouth closes the year at 10-13. and 13. Mishawaka 61-35. The winner is the final score. Stay tuned after this timeout. Matt Embry is coming up next with a complete rundown of area high school basketball scores and much, much more on the U.S. Signcrafter School Board. One more time from LaPorte High School for Coach Rod Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller bidding you a very good night from Slicertown. Matt Embry in the U.S. Signcrafter Studio as we continue with our post-game coverage following the end of our doubleheader, game number one. Michigan City gets the victory over Adams 70-62. And in game number two, Mishawaka defeats the Plymouth Pilgrims by a count of 61-45 to or 35. That means that it will be on Friday. Our doubleheader gets underway again at 6.05 pregame coverage of game number one as Michigan City will face Laporte while Mishawaka will take on Riley. The championship game is on Saturday night also here on 96.1 The Ton. U.S. Sign Crafters is our scoreboard sponsor. From custom signage and graphic needs to installation and service, U.S. Sign Crafters has you covered with the region's only three-year warranty. See what they can offer you today by checking their website at ussigncrafters.com. And let's sharpen your pencils, get out your brackets. We're going to take a look at the Northern Semi-States in all four classifications. Just a couple of games still yet to be decided 
on night number one of Hoosier Hysteria 2023 presented by the Indiana Pacers. We start in Class 4A. We've already given you the results in the Laporte sectional. Also tied to that regional is Munster sectional. Hammond Central in the only game tonight defeating Gary Westside 62-54. In Crown Point, the host Crown Point get by Portage 54-45. At Elkhart, Penn, a winner over Elkhart, 83-37. Penn will advance to face Goshen on Friday, while Northridge will advance to face Concord on Friday. They defeated Warsaw, 55-51. At Fort Wayne Carroll, East Noble, a winner over DeKalb tonight, 44-40. Fort Wayne Northside, a winner over Fort Wayne Carroll, 79-48. At Columbia City, Fort Wayne Wayne, a winner over New Haven, 84 to 58. Homestead also went over Huntington North 52 to 42. In Kokomo, in sectional number six, it was Harrison, a winner over Lafayette Jeff. A couple of West Lafayette schools battling. Harrison gets the victory 54 to 39. It was Marion, a winner also over Logansport tonight, 57 to 42. Two, those games taking place in Kokomo. In Carmel, Westfield, a winner over the host Carmel Greyhounds. They come from behind to get the victory 43-40. Fishers, also a winner easily over Hamilton Southeastern, 68-49. And in Muncie Central, Pendleton Heights, the Arabians get the victory over Richmond, 62-58. That is all the action in the northern semi-states in Class 4A. Now in Class 3A, locally there were three sectionals involving local teams. First off at Knox, John Glenn, a surprising win over Tippecanoe Valley tonight, 68 to 55. They never trailed in this contest despite being tied at the half, 24 all. Glenn holds on to the victory, 68-55. They will take on Bremen on Friday. In Jimtown, a couple of one-sided affairs for NIC schools. Marion gets the victory over Clay tonight, 69-44. The Knights will face Washington, a battle of top ten teams, on Friday. While St. Joe also winner at Jimtown over the host Jimmy's, 76-52. They will face New Prairie on Friday. And at Northwood, no surprise, the host Panthers get by Wawa C, 52-23. Next up for them is Fairfield. Also in Class 3A in that sectional regional group in Hanover Central, River Forest a winner over Boone Grove tonight, 56-35. No result yet from Lake Station Edison against Griffith at this point. In Garrett, Fort Wayne Bishop Dwinger, winner over Angola, 64-56. In Frankfort, Western gets by West Lafayette, 61-53. In Peru, the Cinewas, 71-63, and at Newcastle, the largest college or high school field house in the country, Delta, a winner over Centerville, 63-41. After this final timeout, we'll take a look at the 2A and 1A results. You are what listening to Mishawaka Cayman Basketball, part of Hoosier Hysteria, presented by Bethel University Athletic. We continue with our post-game coverage here following our doubleheader at LaPorte. Michigan City winner over Adams, 70-62. Mishawaka gets by Plymouth, 61-35. Now we get to the brackets. Northern Semi-State in Class 2A. We start in Whiting, where the hosts were defeated today by Gary, 21st Century, 93-57. 
North Judson, the hosts defeat Wheeler. North Judson, San Pierre, 59 to 30 winners. And LaVille advances over Hebron, 70 to 47. At Westview, the hosts get by Cherubusco tonight, 74 49. Also a winner, the Prairie Heights Tigers over Fremont, 63 47. At Rochester, Winnemac, a winner over North Miami, 66 to 48. Lewis Pass, an easy winner over Pioneer tonight, 65 to 29. At South Adams, Adams Central gets by Whitco, 53-49. At Delphi, kind of a tough sectional there. Clinton Prairie, a winner over Lafayette Central Catholic in the first round, 42-37. Carol LaFleur, the former coaching stop for Bodie Bender, a winner over Seeger tonight, 82-56. At Taylor, the host get by Blackford, 67-38. And Monroe Central, sectional Runcy Burris, a winner over Winchester, 61-242. And finally, in Class A, at Morgan Township, counts a winner over Washington Township, 60 to 47. Morgan Township, the host, get by Tri Township, 54 to 15. Culver Community at the Triton Sectional went over South Bend Trinity Greenlawn tonight, 42 27. At Hamilton, the host fall to Bethany Christian. The Bruins get the victory, 65 or 66 to 26. At West Central, Frontier gets by Caston, 44 to 40. No result. Newton West Central. That was the second game of that doubleheader. At Southwood, Fort Wayne Canterbury gets by Southern Wells, 65 to 53. Fountain Central, no problems for the hosts. They have 58 to 8. Faith Christian gets by Clinton Central, 70 to 67. At Tri Central, the hosts of the winner over Anderson Prep Academy tonight, 82-39. And finally, at Tri Blue River. Gets by the host try, 59-52. That is all the scores we have currently in all the northern semi-states. Again, all this information is available at johnherald.net. Click on the boys' basketball page and then game day results for all the results posted for tonight's opening day of Hoosier Hysteria 2023. After this final timeout, we'll take a look at our game menu presented by Barnaby's for Friday, you are listening to Mishawaka Caveman Basketball, part of Hoosier Hysteria 2023 on 96.1 The Ton. Once again, the final scores of our double headers for today. We passed Adams 70-62 and Mishawaka winner over Plymouth 61-35. Opening up our Barnaby's game menu for Friday, of course, Mishawaka Barnaby's. We like to thank Mike Lane and Mishawaka Barnaby's for their support of Mishawaka Cavemen Athletics and youth groups since their opening in 1978. The main hub at the corner of Grape and Edison, also locations available in Granger and Twin Lakes. Of course, coming up, pregame coverage at 6 p.m. on Friday. Again, this will be 5 p.m. in the central time zone in Laporte. Game number one of our doubleheader will be the host Slicers at 17 and 6. Taking on their Duneland Conference rivals, Michigan City at 17-6. We'll see how the Wolves do on night number two. Of course, Jamie Haas is a big performance tonight, 32 points in the victory for the Wolves. And then following that matchup, around 8 p.m. 
Eastern Time, 7 p.m. in the Central Time Zone. Mishawaka will take on South Bend Riley. Mishawaka defeated Riley earlier this season in non-conference action. That is the doubleheader on Friday. Again, pregame coverage of game number one starts at around 6 p.m. here on 96.1 The Ton. Big thank you, as always, to Ron Heklinski and Brian Miller for their great call of the action at LaPorte. And again, 6 p.m. on Friday, we will talk to you again for semifinal action culminating in the finals. Pre-game coverage, 7.30 p.m. on Saturday for the sexual championship in Class 4A at LaPorte. So until Friday night, when we talk to you for night number two of Hoosier Hysteria action, I'm Matt Embry. Thank you for listening to Mishawaka Cayman Basketball, part of Hoosier Hysteria, presented by Bethel University Athletics and also our longtime Mishawaka sponsor, Midland Engineering, on 96.1 The Ton. Until Friday night, good night, and as always, go cavemen.